That song in my head. <laughs> what is going on? Speaking of balls to the wall, well, one of these movies, there's <laughs> there's a lot of people getting fucked up. We're gonna we're gonna get to it. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, but what is going on? It's your boy Preston, Fat Samurai Guy, back again with another Ying Yang review video, brother. We are. This is episode three, my friend. That's right. And uh, welcome back, trilogy. my co the trilogy. Yeah, welcome back, my co-host. That's right, writer filmmaker director from bone cold that's right billy hansen welcome back brother thank you very much yes and for the, all of you badasses watching right now uh yin yang reviews the concept is we put two movies together just for fun that are complete opposite of each yeah. other <laughs> and we review them together just for fun and maybe billy will find a connection uh by the end of the stream we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll have, we'll find a connection Oh my goodness, Billy! I forgot to ask you before we got started. Uh huh. Did you want to spoil the endings to both of these movies? Because we're gonna get like into we spoilers. Can. We yeah, can? I feel like we can. Yeah. Ooh, oh my. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> That's great because I gotta when we get to take shelter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta hear your thoughts. I gotta hear your <laughs> thoughts. Yes. Yes. Uh, but what is going on, everybody watching right now? Thanks again for chiming in, hanging out with your boy. That's right, boys. That's right, because we're talking movies today, which is what we love doing. Oh, my goodness. We got an elephant in the house. Hey, y'all, I can't be here long because I'm currently watching Rush Hour 2. There you go. There's a, an old school classic. Well, yeah. good to see you. Good to see you. Yes, yes, yes. Good to see everyone. Uh, but yeah, We'll we, make sure we're very funny right up front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or that's just our personality. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how we're... We're goofy goobers. We're wacky like that. We're fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, Yin Yang Reviews, uh, this time around, I was like, you know what? The next time we do the next episode, I got I to gotta do some horror this time. Yeah. Uh, last week, my recommendation was Cherry 2000. And if you have not seen that episode, you have got to watch it. It is the most hysterical, hilarious, awesome, badass episode ever. We had yes. so much fun. Yeah, that was so did. much fun to do that one. 
<laughs> yes. And my boy Billy recommended Red Belt. That's right, which was a, a very great film uh, as well. Uh, I'm spoiling the suspense now, so I've, I've already said it's great. So now when people watch, they're going to be like, Samurai guy, we know you're leading. We're bullshitting. Samurai guy, you're bullshitting. You're leading up. To, you're trying to lead. You know, you're trying to fuck with us. We all yeah, know you people, like the movie. People are going to uh, have to watch this series in order then. you got to start from yeah, episode there one. There it is. So it's serialized There's now. A, I made a playlist for all yin-yang reviews right here on the channel. Yes, there you yes, go. Yes. Uh, yeah. Come on back later. Yes, yes. Uh, or, or just catch the video later when, when you get some free time. Ella, it's good seeing you. All right. So now I'm like, I got to do something horror now. I got to switch it up. That was a good switch move. Switch it up. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about The Dare. Yes. And again, there will be some spoilers here. Uh, came out in 2019. Here is uh, the plot synopsis here. A rare family night for Jay takes a brutal twist when he awakens in a basement with three other prisoners. As their vengeful captor runs riot, Jay engages in a twisted battle to solve the puzzle to his past and save his family's future. Yes, this is directed by uh, Giles Alderson? Giles or Giles? Giles, maybe? Giles. We're going to go with Giles. Giles. That sounds better. Um, And starring uh, a plethora of actors, but of course, you know, one of the reasons why I picked this for recommendation was uh, I've never seen this before. These are all blind. For me, it's blind recommendation. Uh, I saw Richard Brake. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of Richard Brake. I love that dude. So, And uh, I, this is my first time being introduced to Robert Masser. I think I'm saying his name right. He plays the adult version of uh, Dominique Craven. Yeah. So, and that dude, oh, my God. I was looking up more uh, of his stuff that he's been in. And he's a guy to keep an eye out for. He is a physical yeah. specimen. He is not just a bodybuilder buff guy. He yeah. is like ridiculously like gymnastic athletic. I like, believe it. Do- there was so much physicality like in yeah. just this. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty striking. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus. Uh he one of the movies that he that he's in that I really wanted to see this year. Have you have you seen it on Netflix? It's called Blood and Gold. I think, no, I, I think I've scrolled past it a couple times. Yeah. But I haven't watched like, it. Like treasure hunt, Nazi killing action type movie, and he's in there. And I'm like, oh shit! So I'm <laughs> tra- I think it's Blood and Gold. I think that's what it's called. That sounds correct. Yeah, I'm wrong. Though. Yes, Blood and Gold. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he's in that, so I'll definitely have to check that out. Brian Sanchez in the house, giving the thumbs up. What's going on, Brian? Good to see you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into uh, the dare thoughts, yeah. Billy. Uh, thoughts. I, I was really glad you threw me a horror. Actually, I was ready for a horror. Craving mm, uh, it. I'm a big horror fan. I in my I can't remember if I talked about this last time, but like my horror knowledge, I I always feel like I know horror pretty well. And then I get talking to horror fans, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know very much about. I got to <laughs> brush up on my horror knowledge." So I'm yeah. always excited to see some new horror stuff. Um, I started this one in the beginning. I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be for me." You know, like it's very, it's very indie. It's very sort of like low budget horror. You could tell right away, like, you know, it, most of it's going to take place in that bunker in that basement. One location type movie, yeah. One location type thing, yeah. uh, but. I I was surprising. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot yeah. more than I was going to. Like, it was, um, man, the effects, I think, 
every single gore effect really got me. I was yeah. I was like wincing and like ugh, I was like leaning away from the TV and and it's hard to get sort of a physical reaction for me because I've seen a lot of effects a, a lot of effects and you know a lot of stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. through the whole thing, I was waiting waiting for one to fail and then every single one of them got me. So I was like, I was nice. nice. And then once I realized Richard Brake was in it too, I was like, oh, cool. He's really good. Like he brings a lot of gravity to everything. Yeah. And that's and that's how he was the whole time. So even even if he's in a horrible movie, he sure. stands he stands out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got red eclipse in the house. What's going on, brother? Good to see you, man. Oh, hey, Certified hey. badass channel member there. Oh, nice. uh, but yeah, it's weird. Um, I have changed over the past maybe maybe six years, five or six years. I've changed to grown to love one location movies. It wasn't really my thing, you know, at first. I was just kind of like, all right, eh, let's see where this goes. Let's see where this goes. But then, like, the movies like you know, The Hateful Eight came out. Yeah. And I was just like, it was kind of growing on me because it was, it, I was like, okay, it's a one location movie. This is a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge for the audience watching. And it's a challenge for the performers and filmmakers to keep it interesting and keep the audience invested. Let's see if they can pull it off. So that's how I kind of look at uh, one location movies. Have you seen a, a gangster flick called The Outfit? No, but I've heard a lot about it. Yes. It's been recommended to me a few Stay times. Stay away from spoilers. Okay. I Don't will. watch my review. I spoil everything. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, stay away from spoilers, man. Yeah, just go in yeah. blind for The Outfit. But what, The Outfit is very well done. One location. The whole movie, for the most part, takes place in his... Uh, he's The guy's a tailor. Uh-huh. And it takes place in his tailor shop. That's it. The whole oh, movie. That's so cool. it's it's so it's I always look at it like oh mm, challenge right yeah so uh, yeah it's kind of grown one. on me I've got yeah. one that I want to get done like a one location movie but it's Ooh. it is it is challenging it's tricky it's like you have to keep it interesting you have to keep it visually interesting like you know uh, I did a movie a long time ago uh, it was a short called Survivor Type and it's based on a Stephen King story and the whole thing is set on this tiny little island in the middle of the ocean and yeah. so the first thing that we tried to figure out to do is like we have to keep this visually like interesting the whole time you can't just be looking at a shot of the ocean the whole right. time because you know it's a short but it was 30 minutes so uh, right, right, right. so like for a feature for a feature to maintain that is really cool and this one is like they you know they have the flashbacks and stuff where they go back to like the kid story of the kids and they're yeah. in the woods and stuff but it's really like bunker woods right farmhouse and majority that's, that's it. yeah majority of the movies the one location yeah yeah uh, I feel another like it still counts yeah <laughs> yeah the the uh like if 60 percent of your movies in one location it counts right that counts, um, yeah. but yeah 12 angry men that's another great yeah great movie it's a classic location. yeah 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 man uh but it's almost like a play right like you're watching a play which 12 angry men was based off of a play you know yeah. and i think the the hate um the hateful eight I almost said it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost said it backwards. Um, that, in a way, you could be look. You can look at it as a play. Yeah, with everybody yeah, on the stage. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, but yeah, man, I would love to see you do more stuff like that in the future, for sure, man. You know, it'd be awesome to see. Yeah. I have my nitpicks though. I'm gonna get to oh. them. Oh, I Even got the... I got nitpicks too. Okay, yeah. okay, we might have the same pits. <laughs> Picks of the nits. Monster. Like for for me, this kind of horror, like this sort of like torture horror, like that kind of stuff, the, where it usually, yeah, like the torture porn stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
there's a lot of it that I can appreciate. There's, mm. but there's a lot of it that it's just not for me really. And mostly where the, they fall apart for me is the script. And right. uh, this one kind of falls apart for me in the script. Like the, as soon as I sort of realize like the effects are really cool, that's right. what's going to shine. Like I just took a step back and I'm like, don't worry too much about the script and things making sense and character motivations and stuff. There are, there are a few moments where I was like a little frustrated with the movie yeah. where there's one scene in particular that I was just like, all right, this is, I don't, this moment is really weird where a uh, little spoilery. Um, well, we're talking spoilers now. Remember you said, yeah, we're in I spoiler earlier. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. When, when the, the, the woman at Jess, I think she, um, Oh, cat, sorry. She, has this thing where she's being made to torture. She's being made to cut the guy's eyeball and then put the worm inside. Right. Right, Super gross, super horrible. She doesn't want to do it. He makes her do it. And then as soon as he, as soon as she does it, uh, Dominic stands up and he's going to go stab the other guy. And then she decides she's going to fight him. And she's like, Hey asshole. And he turns around and then she helps that guy. And it was just this really weird turn for her. Like, why didn't, you do that before you cut that dude's eyeball open. Like, <laughs> you don't want to fight him. Do it like yeah, she was the standing there with hand. the knife. Like yeah. I was, she was standing there with the knife. I was like, oh, is she gonna try to hit him and try to escape? You know, but yeah, like, and then oh, she okay. turns on that guy that she was saving a minute ago with the knife, <laughs> and I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. this is really bizarre. So yeah. it's just sort of like moments like that where. I'm like I get a little eye rolly and I get a little like all right that's I see where I see what we're doing we're just sort of right. clashing people together and making conflict but yeah yeah well my eye rolly is coming up here I'm gonna lead up to it uh, but Red Eclipse says he's trying to develop a one location survival horror horror story myself trying to keep it interesting is tricky Ooh. one master of one location movies is John Carpenter yes Assault on Precinct Thirteen <clears throat> yeah man yeah uh, but yeah so. Uh, I very uh, interesting and uh, entertaining beginning here. Very suspense. Yes. You got a, like almost a home invasion. Uh, type yeah. Of, you know, you have the 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 perfect father with the perfect daughters with the perfect wife, and you know they're they're doing their family thing, and then everything goes to hell. Mm-hmm. I thought the mother died. I thought so too. Yeah, I but I guess too. not. I guess she just got knocked out. I guess. I was also not ready in the beginning. I was like, oh man stuff with kids getting hurt like yeah i I don't know if i could do it i don't know if i could do it and then they were okay i was like okay all right at least we're not gonna watch them die (laughs) you you, you might want to stay away from hong kong cinema (laughs) you know it's funny foreign cinema they don't give a fuck there's no safety net (laughs) (laughs) old old grandmas get it kids get it the dog gets it i uh i went to go see a quick tangent i went up to a stephen king festival in chicago at one point and I was going to watch Pet Cemetery, And I had just had a little boy a couple of years earlier. And so he was about two years old. And someone was like, is this movie going to hit you a little differently now that you have a two-year-old? And I was like, no, man, I know what happens in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, kid gets hit by a truck. Kid turns into an evil zombie version of himself. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is different now that I have a kid. <laughs> it, it just hits <laughs> different. So I don't know if I was ready for it. But, yeah, the the beginning, I was, I was pretty into it because uh, – I was excited. We were just getting right into it. We weren't going to like spend a whole act like waiting for something to happen. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's kinda... that's to this movie's benefit is they keep it going. Yeah, the only negative to keeping it going the way they did, which is I'm glad they did it that way. But <laughs> there's some parts along the way where I'm like, okay, we needed more. 
we need wait rewind hold on like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just a little bit more of that and then we oh okay then we can continue but but yeah our our, our father figure here uh what's his character's name is he is jay jackson yeah um it's jay right yeah yeah jay jackson yeah. you got it um so he wakes up in this era this great location here mm-hmm. i mean i think anybody waking up chained to the wall you got whole bunch of other fucked up people chained to the wall in there. I think anybody would be screaming and scared shitless. They'd be, yeah. you know, literally the shit would be coming out like crazy. And then we're introduced to these other characters. Uh, uh, what were they calling this guy? Um, <laughs> they, oh, they, kept, they had a nickname for him, didn't they? It was Paul and then, oh, Jesus, I don't remember what the nickname was. So Cat was the girl... Yeah. Adam was Adam the security guard. Guy? Adam was the security guy. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the name, <laughs> but they kept they kept call, they had a nickname for him. I thought, but we're, it's okay. We're gonna call him. Uh, we'll we'll call him uh, Lips. Yeah, we'll call him go. Lips because he, he can't <laughs> open his mouth. Uh, but yeah, he's his lips are shown sewn shut. He's all cut up and fucked up. And then you're introduced to the security guard who was kind of making me laugh. A lot of his dialogue was kind of busted me up yeah. because he's just like, he's like literally given up already. Yeah. He's just like gone. Like, don't do anything. Just he's sit just like, there and let him kill us. Yeah. Just, you know, we're his playthings. Uh, he loved, you know, and then uh cat, which I didn't like her at all uh, from the start. Um, yeah. She's a bit of a weird character. She's yeah. kind of nothing of a character. Like, yeah didn't really have anything to do yeah and then when you have the flashback you really don't like her it's like oh she's the same <laughs> all right <Yeah. laughs> uh, but the the star of the show besides uh you know richard Brake when he comes in with the flashbacks is mr robert mesa here this dude's a tank yeah and uh you know his, him on the poster i was like oh we gotta we gotta see what this is all about you know like who yeah is that's dude? a really compelling poster like just seeing him like I don't want to fight that guy, and if he's coming at you with a knife and a weird mask like that, like yeah, yeah, that's it's already you're terrified. I love Jay's face though when he was like sees him for the first time, yeah, because he's like, come on, we gotta fight, we gotta work together to get out. Come on, come on, you son of a bitch, come on, come on, because there's a camera in there, so yeah, um, Dominique uh, could see what they're doing. <laughs> he can't hear them, but he can see what they're doing. And so that he was... goes, he, he goes in there and he, he sees Jay's face like change. Oh. He's like, oh <laughs> shit. That was one of the best moments in the movie. I actually was like, I think I was laughing in a good way. I was like, oh shit. Because yeah. I don't think we saw him before that, right? I think that was like his reveal was when Jay sees him for the first time. I think time. so. Yeah. And there's a big like, oh, that's why everyone is fucked up. Because kind of like, all the stuff in the house and outside of the house was like a shadowy figure. It was yeah. like yeah, yeah, that was a great reveal. So great job from the director and stuff. Uh, but later, you know, Jay does get out. Um, I like this little escape attempt. Yeah, how it looks, you know, very claustrophobic, very dark. He tries to get out in the vents, but then the vent breaks and he ends up falling right back into the pit. <laughs> right back in the pit. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then you know, you know, lips is like, oh, this guy. <laughs> This motherfucking guy, right? And then you know the security guards laughing and flipping them off. I mean, it, you know, it's it, it wasn't going it wasn't going well for them. Yeah. Uh, but now we can get to my nitpicks of the film. Uh, I was in. 
I was liking what I was seeing. I was like, I like this. This is one location movie. We get some gore. We have a very intimidating slasher type figure. And then the back and forth, we use what we got the um, the flashbacks with the young Dominique. Now, did you assume right away, like right away, before we got to the kids, before we got to the the flashbacks, did you right away the little kid is the big huge buff guy? Did you like figure it out? Yeah, pretty right. quickly, right? Yeah, because why else would we be watching this little kid all of a sudden? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like we were setting up someone turning evil, like a kid turning evil. Right, right. Especially after Richard Brake, his character kidnaps him, you know. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Bravo says, you guys are the best. Hey, you are oh, the best, thanks. Adrian. You are the best. Thanks for watching. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, the little kid that played Dominic did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, very good job. You know, usually child actors can be annoying if not directed well or, you know, like it's just, oh, you're taking me out of the movie now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, this is, you know. But, um, you know, the, the kid did a really good job. But, yeah, yeah Richard Brake's character, what do they call uh, Credence. Yeah. Credence. That's his name. I didn't movie. actually know that until I was looking at it right here. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't know it either. Uh, but, yeah, he unfortunately, he ends up kidnapping the kid. And Richard Brake is motherfucking Richard Brake. I would yeah. love to see Richard Brake in one of your movies, bro. One of your upcoming projects, man. I think you could get him, man. I think yeah. he'll do. He'll he'll I mean, see he'll see Bone Cold and he'll be like, yeah, I want to do a movie with this guy. Yes, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've got stuff for him for sure. Like there's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys. It's just you know, you just step on screen and you're just compelling immediately. He's got such a gravity to him and just yep. his, his face and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even in those short little scenes in like, and I, I say this with love in like very low budget lighting, like it's really bright for a horror movie. And well, I guess that shot is not very bright. Right. But there's right here. Know, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Very bright for a horror movie. But I mean, it doesn't matter. He is still like really intense and scary and uh, and compelling. Yeah. So like and yeah, he doesn't, doesn't have to say anything, really. No, no, he was the he was the Game of Thrones Night King, right? For a, was, for a, was he? I think he was for a He might have been. Like the original. That would be hilarious, actually. That would be hilarious because I could see it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure that. that uh, while you're looking, I'll say hello to NSG. NSG, what's going on? He said, How are you, Samurai? It's been ages since I've caught you live. Good to see you live. Hey, it's good to see you, brother. It's good to see you. And he says, Hello to Billy, too. Yes. Oh, hey. <laughs> bad <laughs> bad child actors are Fat Samurai Guy's weakness. His <laughs> Peninsula review is proof. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Peninsula? No. Have you seen Have you seen Train to Busan? Love Train to Busan. Yeah. Pen Peninsula. When, when, when was, I was the sequel to that. Yeah, I know. I've been saving it. I've been saving it to like really sit down and focus on. Yes, he was the Night King. In, wow. Like the first Night King. Wow. Yeah, I destroyed. I destroyed Peninsula, but I was drunk when I was watching the movie. <laughs> um, but um, well, not you know, I was I was tipsy. But um, I think my introduction to Richard Brake was Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, the shooter yeah. to kill Bruce Wayne's right. parents. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's memorable in anything that you have seen him in. Like, I feel like everyone can remember him. Yes. Too, yes. too zombie. That, that's, my, that's my quote from <laughs> Peninsula. Yeah. You'll, oh, that's yeah. Amazing. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, now I really have to watch it. <laughs> here, well, like my, you know, shout out to my boy Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. He 
and was entertained by Peninsula. He liked it. He's like, it was a good action zombie movie. But when you have so much love for Train to Busan and you've been yeah. waiting years to see this, and then you on purpose like planned it to watch it last on Halloween, uh, with, but, uh, after your horror movie marathon all day, and you're like saving it for the end, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, Fucking kids using radio control cars. What are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. I was pissed. Oh, my God. Dude, that movie almost ruined Halloween. Oh, no. That's yeah, a not, really important slot. You know, like, yeah. that's got to be. Because we were having fun all day. The heavy hitter. And then when we got to that one, we were like, Jesus Christ. Now, now, now that you heard me say all that, you'll probably be fine watching it. <laughs> got it. Okay. Well, I'm now you know... have the bar lowered a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, he says, I remember Richard Brake from Halloween 2. There you go. Yeah, let's see. Oh, I don't know if I ever uh, saw that one, actually. And as G says, I watched the most boring two movies last week at Insidious 1 and 2 for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not his kind of movies. He's like, nope. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, he's so good in this. And he really his, is. His thing is, like you were saying, you nailed it with him being creepy. His thing is, is you know, you got to let the evil out. And so he would like stab himself. <laughs> he's like, when the blood comes out, he's like, "Look, the evil is coming out," yeah. you know. And then that just really fucked up the kid's mind. And at some point, the kid was trying to escape. Young Dominic was trying to escape, but he had him brainwashed. Yeah, you know uh, yeah. that. You know, your parents abandon you. They're not. They. How much time has gone by? They haven't come search for you. And you know, so he turned around, went back in, and accepted him as his dad. Yeah, yeah, it was, was it really was crazy. Creepy. That was really creepy, actually, when he ran back in, or the, when he hugged him at one point. Yeah. Oh God, that's uh, there's something just really creepy about that. A hug. Yeah. <laughs> that was why? Really... Why was it like creepy and unsettling when Richard Brake was normal? I don't know. <laughs> right when he's like the normal yeah. loving dad. I don't yeah. know why that was more creepier. I think it was, I think it's because we know he could just snap like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have that understanding that he's also he's also bleeding people to get the evil out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyone like that that hugs you is that's mm, no thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that scene too, where he's making the kid cut him, and like, it's just it's his performance is really good because he's he's like taking it. He's in pain, but he's taking the pain, right? And yeah. it's uncomfortable and it's creepy and yeah, well done yeah. him. Well, speaking of speaking of Batman, there's a Rob Zombie movie called. Uh, remember, remember, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, Richard Brake could be in really horrible movies, but he's great yeah. in it. Anyway, so Rob Zombie made a movie called Thirty One. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is magnificent in Thirty One, and if you ever watch Thirty One, I, I apologize for recommending it. I'm not really recommending it, <laughs> but if you're bored and you watch Thirty One, you're going to be like, he would have made an amazing Joker. Uh, dude, he would have killed it as a Joker. Like he was so good. That's um, cool. Let's see. Uh, uh, Richard would have made a great Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. There you go. But yeah, he would have made a great Joker. But anyway, so now let's get to my little nitpickies. Yeah. So throughout the film, our, our our adult Dominique is just you know having fun torturing them or making they're making them torture each other. Really. Yeah. He only really harms them when they get on a line. You know, and they try to escape. That's when he really harms them. So now we're, you know, introduced to the whole flashback here. The dare. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was like, okay. 
Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> man. I was like, I was like, okay, you know, children being evil. Yes, that exists. Yeah, there are evil children in the world. Just watch the movie City of God. Yep. Okay. There. <laughs> That's a it's fucked up really. movie. Yeah, that's a really fucked that's up movie. That's a fucked up movie. There's there's evil kids out there, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's fine with me. The you know the kids torturing young Dominique, the the concept, which ends up turning him into what he is, on paper, I'm sure Billy is something you could you wouldn't have any issues with it, but the execution of it was so yeah. like, we did this like like. They're just hanging out, roasting. I don't know if they're doing marshmallows, but they're just hanging out, telling scary stories at night. You know, of the dare of the of the of the creepy farmer that lives in the house, and uh, when you go there, kids disappear, right? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, young Dominique just shows up. He's all awkward, and they're like, "Hey, you want to be part of our gang?" Like instantly, right? And then this is where I was like, again, torturing him to where he turns evil. Perfectly fine with that in this scenario, right? But the way it happened was so like, hey, <laughs> we have our toolkit here filled yeah. with all our torture devices. Yeah. So if any random children just happen to show up and want to join our gang, yeah. we're all set and ready to go to, with all to our torture devices. him on the floor, on the ground, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I was just like, okay, okay, movie, all right. I, I was just confused in that moment. I was like, what are we doing right now? Like. Oh, we're torturing him? Okay, I see what we're doing. But I had to take a second and really think, like, I don't actually understand what's happening. Like, what what are they trying to do? Okay, he they wants to be part of the group. Cool. They're just evil. They're just yeah. evil asshole kids. For no reason. <laughs> just... No. For, for, like, they get nothing from it because they freak themselves out by yeah. doing it. And then they and then none of them as grown-ups remember doing that. But they're, like... 12 they're 12 or 13 years old it seems like so they didn't I, even recognize each other no no and, it was, and i think unless i have this wrong it was they were like in a trailer park or something right so it was like a group yeah. of kids that didn't know each other they were came together for a very small amount of time and then left and then who knows it. how long they've been friends yeah it kind of sounded like dominique was the outsider yeah like, it kind of sounded like he just got there because they were talking shit about him and his parents or something like that. So, yeah, who knows? They may have been friends for several years. I don't know. I was also really confused because they had – he came out of the woods as they're talking about the creepy farmer. So I'm like, oh, he's already been kidnapped and he's gotten out of the house. That's what I thought. He's going to pull them in there. But then – Yeah. Not to get ahead of you. Yeah. Then the, oh, no, the no. whole twist was that they – they the last dare is they make him go into the farmhouse – which yeah. is where he's kidnapped. Where, like that's what gets him kidnapped. Yeah, so the final like, day. Oh, I've got to readjust everything that I understood about this. So. But I, I'm sorry, but after all of the first dares and what they did to the kid, I that yeah. would no fuck you. No, yeah. they, we're, done. we're done. There's no, there's no dare because it was the next day. Yeah, it was the next yeah, and day. And he like, came back to them for more. <laughs> yeah, the girl like picked. She's like saw him and she's like, hey, let's go uh, come with me. And oh, she's like hey, go. On. Go on the house and, uh, you know, go on the house, stay in the house for 20 minutes. That's the last dare. Then you could be part of our gang and I'll kiss you. Right. Yeah. And and I was just like, dude, come on, Dominic. <laughs> like, yeah. But he, he comes from strange. a horrible household. True. You know, the, the, the we had a little quick uh, moment where you could hear the parents arguing, fighting. Dominic runs out of the trailer. 
So he's probably, you never know. He may just be desperate just to get out and, mm-hmm. and meet people, you know, plus he probably had, you know, he probably had little hots for the girl, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. But and kids like, you don't know if you're, if you're isolated and alone, Hey, this is what friends are. Right. Each other. We put worms in each other's faces. <laughs> in each other's ears. That's just what we do. Yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's normal. It's fun. You guys make friends. Oh, we just make each other eat cockroaches. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But, but it was just the way it happened. Again, torturing him, fucking with him is 100%. normal. Is normal. Yeah. But the way it was just like, here's number one, number two. All right. Number three, <laughs> torture device number four. We got the worms. Tie them down. Put the worms on them. <laughs> Make sure the worms don't get in his eyeball, whatever. All right, uh, what's next? I mean, it was like so they were so ready. I was like, where the hell is she getting the bugs from? Like she just they were all sitting down chilling, t- telling horror stories. And all of a sudden she just had spider, put spider in his ear, put the cockroach yeah. or what in his mouth. Like like also, it he was didn't just move when they put the spider in it. They weren't holding him down. I don't I don't think they were holding him down. He just like, they held his mouth for the bug in his mouth. They, they did that, and he swallowed it. He actually swallowed the bug. Yeah, which yeah. hey, good on you. That's, that's very bold. I'd, I'd let him in my group at that point. Well, there's there's protein in it. You know, they're there looking out for it. They're looking out for his health. It's not unhealthy, yeah. But yeah, I I shouldn't be laughing at this. I'm sure this was supposed to be meant to be like really fucked up and traumatizing. You know, for the viewer to watch these kids torture this kid. Yeah, and bully him and torture him, but the way it was so happening so fast. Yeah, I was like, just, "Dude, where, where are we getting these props?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, coming up. But anyway, schemes like, yeah, there there didn't seem to be any planning to it. It just seemed to be like, okay, hey, there's a kid here. We're gonna torture him, and we're going to put bugs all over him and inside of his body. Cool, cool, but that no one ever said that. They just did it. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. Like they were ready. It's like, all right. Well, anyway, so yeah, so this was kind of uh, inter- interesting concept, but just failed execution on my part. Yeah, uh, they, you know what? You know what would have been perfect? We just get to the fucking house. Yeah, that's yeah. the dare. You could have skipped. You could have skipped all the other stuff. Yeah, but they, I, but they bring it back later. Yeah, they're setting the, up all the revenge, the, the tortures that he's doing to them. But honestly, I don't think you even really needed that like if you could sort of make it all one dare and yeah have little pieces of it in the dare i don't i don't know like i'm, I'm thinking too far ahead but like it was yeah. it was a little unnecessary i think the it made next it more day yeah, yeah the next day was kind of what threw it off it should have been all one thing it's called the dare yeah <laughs> not the dares <laughs> the dare. <laughs> of dares <laughs> oh my goodness so he goes in the house unfortunately gets snatched by richard brake the kids freak out and they run away uh and then what you find out later is you know the cops approached some of them they didn't say anything they could have told them no one went back to the house to see if he was okay so fast forward to present time he's all grown up kids he's all big buff and huge and he's all about revenge now uh, so Richard Brake, yes, his character's credence, his character's insane. Okay. Oh yeah. But how dumb was he to keep newspaper clippings of what actually happened to Dominique's parents in a, like, what was that? Was the manila photo? Folder? Yeah. It was like a folder photo album kind of thing. You yeah. Know? I was like, why would you keep that 
when he could most likely find it one day, which is which is what ends up happening. So at this point, we have teenager Dominique. We have teenager. Now, what did you think of teenager Dominique? Did we get there too fast? Uh, could we have skipped that? Or no? I think so. I mean, I think so. Uh, most of that backstory, honestly, it's, it could have been much simpler. Like we know him; he's the kid that we did this dare to. Yeah, that is all you need for the backstory, really. Because yeah. like all the all the backstory stuff. I mean, I, I only imagine they cast Richard Brake, and they were like, "We need more stuff with him." So let's just build <laughs> in a backstory with all this. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of unnecessary. Like you just yeah. don't really need it. Um, and he was he was he was too skinny. Like he must have did some steroids after he killed yeah, his dad. Because he, <laughs> he bulked up pretty fast. I was like, wait, he's like huge right after that. Yeah. Um, but 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 anyway, we have this scene. You know, teenager Dominique finds the clippings, finds out that what happened, what really happened to his parents, yeah. and why his parents never went out to look for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he's all pissy, like he was lied to by uh, Credence, you know, Richard Briggs' character. So now we have our confrontation. They kind of go back and forth, and he ends up uh, boiling uh, Richard Briggs. He gets the better of him. He ends up boiling him. Now, I am assuming he is wearing Richard Briggs' skin for his mask. He's wearing his, that's his face, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. You put him in the smelter. Yeah, it's all fucked up. It doesn't look like Richard Briggs, but yeah. that's what that's what he's wearing. Yeah. Okay. And it's really gross. <laughs> and that was another thing too, like where that's another confusing thing where he like Richard Brake's gonna kill him, uh for like standing up, finding his uh, his real history and like he's gonna teach him a lesson by boiling him. Yeah. And the kid gets out, uh and then just puts him back up. There was something so like let's just that was the confrontation, that was the switch, like that was the big change. Uh, and I was just like, why was that even a thing? Like, why wouldn't we just put him, put Richard Brake up on the on the smelter to kill him? Like, you don't need yeah. to have that switch. I don't know. It was just a really sort of uh, unnecessary, yeah. suspenseful and, moment, I guess. Yeah, and like at that point, Richard Brake was older and sick. Yeah, oh, he should have yeah. just got the upper hand quick. Oh, that's what straight up killed him. That's what I think it was. Like the only reason that the kid got out was because Richard Brake had a coughing fit. And right. Like, ah! And then he got out. Of the <laughs> and like, hey, just get yourself out of there if you can get out while he's coughing. Yeah. Yeah. But, and yeah. he also found out that uh, Credence killed his previous son. That's right. That, yeah, was, that was another. Up. Yeah. That's was kid strong enough. Right. He had too much evil in him. He needed yeah. to be evil out. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so now we're, he took some steroids. He's huge. <laughs> uh, but, uh, now we are back to present time now. And now we are, we are now, it's come full circle. Uh, every torture device thing they did to him as a kid, he has gotten, he has returned them back in kind. Uh, he put a whole bunch of spiders in, in the it was a cat. Yeah. Uh, baby, it was eggs. It was like a whole bunch of eggs just flushed in her ear. Yeah, that which was is nasty. yummy. Yeah, and uh, you know he ended up having a uh, um, security guy crucify J- uh, Jay's hands. Of course, Jay gets out, mm-hmm. and um, and the security guard. What happened to him again? Eyeball was, uh, cut and warm oh, the eyeball, eyeball, eyeball and warm in the eye. 
which the, is really the, gross. <laughs> it it is, but the worm was a little the worm was oh, a, little, little, a little bit CGI. CGI. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But you know, I, it, I think I was across. squinting at that point because I was grimacing a little, so I didn't look as bad. But yeah, I you know, a little bit CGI. Yes, yeah, some of the effects were I mean, they were all affecting to me. Like they they all hit me hard. They were all they are very good. gross and creative and clever. I mean, they were his job. Yeah. Yeah. There were some like the eyeball, and uh, there's one other I'm I'm not remembering it at this point, but um I think it was the spider in the ear. Where I was kind of like, yeah, if you can't show that, if you can't pull that off, like you don't need to do that because right. the, the idea of doing it is is pretty gross, right? Um, so, yeah, but yeah, he he continues the torture, and you know it's funny because as soon as we get back to real time, they all realize, like you were saying, oh shit, they realize pretty quickly actually <laughs> that he was Dominique, yeah, because lips, lips is like. Trying to, he 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 tries to tell them th- that he has the horseshoe on his uh, forearm, inside yeah. forearm, and it's funny because they don't recognize each other, but they all recognize the horseshoe, which so many years have gone by, I probably would have forgot about that too. Yeah, <laughs> Again, the but kid. they all like, oh my god, he's yeah. the little kid we fucked up. Oh, it's you, it's you, it's you. <laughs> so we're like really wrapping it up, like we're trying to wrap it up. I get it. I understand. Yeah. I understand. There and the, the kids were not that young. Like their memories should be fully forming, but <laughs> they're, yeah. they're young yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Uh, you, or, know, you know, 12, 13, whatever. I was I was kind of hoping the our villain would get his kiss revenge. I know he got revenge oh. with the spiders, but I was waiting for I thought that was you, coming too. You owe me a kiss or something. Yeah. And he was I like thought, hideous. Like that was and he was like hideous, you know, like all fucked up with drool yeah. coming out, and he goes, eh. <laughs> But he ended up being like really handsome and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll pick that kiss now. Thank you. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. You know what I thought was going to happen? I thought they were setting up for like a big final showdown and he was going to say, You can't be in our group and then kill him. Oh, two thumbs down. Yeah. That would have been terrible. I would have laughed, but then I would have given it a two, two thumbs down. Oh, that. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, eyeballs popping out, uh, people getting crucified, uh, spiders uh, coming out of the body. He rips her open. Oh yeah, that's gross too. Like, he ripped her open, man. That was it. He had to rip her open to make sure everyone could see the spiders coming out. You know? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> see what I did? It worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, was pretty gross. Any, any. I feel like gutting scenes specifically where you're going to see intestines, it yeah. has to be pretty affecting, or it's. Yeah. It's gonna look super fake, and that one was really good. I was a little jarred by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Props to the the the, the makeup team and the creature yeah. effects, and yeah, and I gotta give credit where credit's due in this one because every yeah. single time, Not even creature effects, you know what I mean? No, oh, yeah, blood, yeah blood and gore effects. <laughs> yeah, like every yeah. time, every time there was one of those, I got a little nervous because this is gonna be gross, and it was. It was really disgusting. Did you want Jay, who's our protagonist? Did you want him to die within the first five minutes of the movie? Yes. Because <laughs> sure yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Because at first, he's the he's the perfect father, perfect husband, whatever. And then later, when he gets kidnapped and captured, he's all like, you got to let me go, man. I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a good man. I'm a good husband, man. I give yeah. blood, man. I just yeah, gave I give blood, blood recently. 
it felt like they were setting him up to be kind of a douche that yeah. was gonna die but then they, he was the hero and we, yeah. we sort of like moved away from that and subverted yeah, our weird. expectations of it. yeah yeah and the, the security guard guy's like well get, get ready to give more blood yeah it's, it's gonna happen um uh, but yeah, the they tried to, you know, once they recognized who the kid was, who's now an adult, they tried to sweet talk him. That went horrible. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, um, everyone's fucked up, but Jay gets the upper hand this time and escapes. Um, now this is another nitpick. This does not ruin the movie and who knows if they ran out of time or whatnot, but you have this really amazing location for an end finale fight. Yeah. Yeah. This was perfect. This was so good, man. Yeah. This is this does not represent how great this location uh, yeah. was. Um, this is just a dark photo <laughs> from the trailer. <laughs> you got to see the movie to really see it, like you know how big it is. And now there's light. There's more light in there. Yeah. Man, a really great fight, or him trying to fight to survive using his surroundings because there's no way he could beat that guy one on you know hand to hand because that guy's so strong. Right. They. I was like. Oh man, because when I watched the trailer and he just boom punches him and he goes and Jay falls over the railing, I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, we're gonna have a one-on-one throwdown like the burning." Have you seen the slasher film, The Burning? No. There's a great mono mono. Let's go. Here's the a great location for the end finale fight. Fires involved. I mean, oh, nice. the burning's great. The burning's a really Tom Savini did the uh, special effects and stuff. Okay, the, cool. The gore effects, yeah. Yeah, the burning. So I was hoping for the burning, man, because I'm like, dude, you got this jacked, like, machine slasher yeah. guy who wants revenge. And this is, like, a, such a great location. But what's weird is the guy's a good-looking guy, so I know why they took the mask off yeah. <laughs> of the guy. <laughs> right? But I would have preferred if he kept the mask on and we had our – we used this great location – for great thematic final throwdown fight. And then when it ends up going into the, when the fight leaves that area, yeah. and then it ends up go, merging or going into the kitchen. Right, right, right. Maybe his mask could come off there and they could continue the fight in there. Because the fight in the kitchen, there were some good hits yeah. in there. There were some good hits. But now you have gorgeous model man. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like the intimidation factor. I mean, he's Jack still. Yeah. But you know, it's just kind of like less. But suddenly, the... it's like it's like a fight scene in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Very handsome men fighting. That that's maybe a little bit harsh, but <laughs> yeah, like, like you no, know, I no. feel you though. It's like two very handsome guys just just <laughs> it out in like an okay fight scene. Yeah, um, and yeah. I wanted that to be longer too. Yeah, and he kind of just got was... the upper hand just just because he was just trying to survive, I guess. He yeah, was just like and... fuck it. Yeah, you know, I was a little let down by that, too. I kind of assumed it was going to be a really bloody fight scene with all the great effects that were going on. Yeah. Like, like, but he had a, the, you know, Dominic had a stab wound in his back that didn't really seem to affect him. And then at one point, he put a shirt on. Did you notice that? Yeah, see, right here, right here, he's, shir yeah, like, he, he's shirtless. He just has the tank top. Yeah. And he's still jacked and diesel. And then he became super gorgeous, handsome model man with flannel. With a nice flail shirt, on. <laughs> like why are you doing this movie? It was, it was the shirt movie. that Richard Brake was wearing. So like, but he's already embraced that lifestyle. It's not like he's adopting it now for the first time. I know, but it just it was really weird to put that shirt on. Yeah, it was just kind of strange, you know. Yeah, like, it was just kind of like, oh boy. I mean, he was a little. You got some. 
you got, <laughs> you got some good hits here and there, but it was just yeah. kind of like visually, we didn't need him to put on the flannel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, why did we do that, man? Yeah. Uh, good looking, handsome flannel. That's our killer, folks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's what they were going for, but yeah, but yeah, we had um, we had a an opportunity here to uh, to really have an amazing one on one memorable finale, and the whole letting the evil out. I, I thought maybe they would play into that a little bit more. Imagine yeah. him stabbing him multiple times, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dominique's like grateful. Yeah, being stabbed, <laughs> like like during the confrontation. Yeah, he's like you know, like you know what I mean. Like he's like, the, yeah. The more good he's gonna be, if the more he bleeds out, like yeah, yeah, yeah. something crazy it, like that. Yeah. But they kind of, you know what? I think they must have ran out of time because it felt so rushed. Because they end up going into the forest. They get out of the house to go to the forest, and he gets the upper hand on Dominique again. And then and then Dominique goes, "I need you to finish me off to let the evil out." And then he shoots him right. Or what does he do again? He he ends up stabbing him, but like it's, it's him. very strange because he doesn't stab him, and then they fight again, and then he stabs him multiple times. So right. and he doesn't he doesn't like sacrifice. make sure the job's done. Right. Like he just what like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You so, kill that dude. Figure out how to do it. <laughs> dude, you gotta double tap that guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, I mean, I'm glad we had some action. Yeah. I just, you know, I just wanted a little bit more because the whole and movie was building to that. It know. does feel like a bit of a wasted opportunity. Like uh, the that last fight was a little repetitive for me. Like it was, you know, a smaller guy gets the upper hand and kind of knocks him on his on his back, and then yeah. runs away and runs off. You know, he's going to get up and come back, and you're just yeah. for it. And then that happens, and then same thing. He knocks him on his butt, and gets away, and comes back. And then he's like wailing on him with the pail. And I'm like, yeah. are we going to kill him? Are we going to squish his head? It's going to be really gross. No, he stops and has this moment of sympathy, then runs out into the woods. You know <laughs> he's going to catch up again. So it's just kind of the same the same thing multiple times in a row. And have you heard of the building or anything? Have you heard of the, of, the, <laughs> of the Samson theory? No. So the Samson theory, <laughs> if you say it about Hulk Hogan, the wrestler Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. as soon as Hulk Hogan takes his bandana off, he loses all his power. Uh, <laughs> and you see that big ass bald spot, and you see his age; he lost all his power, right? <laughs> so for uh, for Dominic, he took the mask off, took, put on the flannel. That's it. He got weak, bro. Yeah, that was it. The same. <laughs> Oh shit! I was, uh, you know, when he said "let the evil out" and Jay got the upper hand and walked away, and he's just laying there dying. I was not satisfied. I was kind of let down. I was disappointed, but thankfully, we had a little extra bonus at the end, and I'm like, okay, thank God. (laughs) So fast forward a couple of years have gone by because I'm like, dude, this ending is way too sweet. It's way too sweet, way too easy. If this goes to credits, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. If this just rolls the credits, I'm going to be like this, right? But um, thankfully, well, wh- wh- how many years went by? Do you remember? I don't remember. That's fine. Yeah. Fast forward, the girls, uh, Jay's two daughters are now teen, like teens, right? They're yeah. Like teenagers now. And for some dumbass reason, <laughs> they go back to the, the spot that's rumored, in the forest that's rumored, you know, in the area is where it happened, you know. 
and 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 she's uh, the two daughters are with two dudes, and they're and and that one daughter's like giggling and and like making fun of the fact that about her what her dad went through. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Your dad was crazy. His dad almost died here. We should probably come out here and tell shitty stories. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, they were like disagreeing on what happened too, and like whether they believed it or not. And it was, it was just weird. It was just a weird, weird yeah. conflict. So, I, so you know what I was rooting for? I was like, oh please, Come please, <laughs> please death, kill them, kill them. And luckily, the last final shot, boom, flannel, red flannel. <laughs> That's right. But he had the mask back on. He least. did have the mask back on. Thank year. God. But yeah. that's it. The dare too. He's going to have the flannel on with the mask. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I was like, okay, thank God. At least we had some kind of, you know, se- semi-satisfying ending to the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt like a movie that needs kind of a mean ending like that. Yeah. Well, especially when they're douchebags. Right. Your, di- your dad almost died and got tortured to death. And you guys are talking shit. What the fuck? Yeah. You Kill them! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatchamacall. Um, but yeah, um, what we did need, I forgot to mention earlier, more of, you have that scene uh, in the pit where they dig up some bones and stuff, right? Yeah. Jay does. And he actually finds a skull. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And later, later, uh, when what you call escapes, he picks up the skull, and you hear Richard Brake's voice talking shit. Yeah. That would have been great if that kept happening. He kept yeah. hearing Richard Brake, you know, Credence's voice fucking with him through the whole finale. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Like, he gets the upper hand on him, you know, in the kitchen, and all of a sudden you hear, you got to let that little pussy fuck you. <laughs> like, you better, <laughs> boy, boy, you better get up. I mean, like, that would have been lead him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something evil, like yeah. Get the evil out of them, boy. Like that would have been interesting, uh, but we just yeah. you know. I was, I mean, I feel like more of that through the whole movie would have been great because I feel like my my like problems with it yes. are like really if you're if you're looking at just without the flashbacks, you're looking at just the the basement, the bunker. What exactly is his goal? Like we don't really. I mean, it's to torture them, yes, but also why like because he doesn't seem to do any of the torture or make them torture each other unless it's for punishment for leaving except for the, like the one time i know right. i'm nitpicking and like picking it apart a little bit more than it really needs to be but right. that's like that's the stuff for me that that really starts to undercut a movie it was at the suspense it was literally i think one line like uh, my father told me to get the evil out, get revenge on you and get the evil out that was it yeah, like, that was it. Evil out is a really cool thing. Yeah, but if you have that in your villain, you don't need it to be this crazy backstory about a dare. And if you have the dare, you don't need to hit so hard the letting the evil out thing because he's just fucked up from bleeding. I don't know. Yeah. It was another another mistake. Yeah, I, I got you. Another mistake with teenage Dominique mm. is if they if they listen to us. <laughs> If they had Billy read the script, we would have skipped Teenage Dominique because Teenage Dominique at this point seemed pretty level-headed and, you know, he wasn't like, 
a child's mind. No, if, yeah. If you went straight from here, sorry, from here, straight to here, yeah, it would make more sense why he kind of has little childlike ways. Like he still has drawings. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he still kind of acts like a child a little bit now and then. Yeah. And I was kind of, you know, it would have been better if we just, again, ch child straight to an adult. And then we have that kind of a throwaway line where he was like, you know, I, I went out to the world and tried to live among you, but I couldn't do it. And my dad told me that I had to get revenge on you and let the evil out. It's just like, so you tried to leave the house and escape? What happened? I felt like there was a whole scene or another movie there. That, yeah. You know? it, was, it was strange because, yeah, like you said, he's he's pretty level-headed teenager. He was even still thinking about a normal life, I think. Like, that's why that's why Richard Brake got mad at him yeah. and was going to hit him. Or what was it? Yeah, but he was, you're right. He, was he wasn't still doing his like, he wasn't. He wasn't doing his chores and work. His That's thing, his right. thing that was consistent is that he loves art, right? So he was right, trying right, to right. do some art, and then Richard's like, "Do your chores," and he's like, "Fuck you!" He punches him in the stomach, and then right, right, right. Then you know we go from smelter. there. Smelter immediately in the smelter. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We don't want the audience to be bored, man. We gotta go. Yeah. You know, despite all the nitpicks, though, I was entertained. I, I enjoyed Same. it there for what it was. Same. I yeah, I know. I know. I was like ripping on some of the stuff, but also like. It, it's not what it's for. It's not for that. It's for like watching some really gnarly yeah. effects, which really work. Like that's and and those effects are better than the effects in Bone Cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the effects, the props. We bow to the yeah, yeah people who did the the effects for sure. Now, now I'm warning everyone again right now. We're gonna talk spoilers, even the ending to this next movie. So if you guys are curious about this movie, you're gonna watch it at some point. Spoiler warning now, because we're gonna go yes. about we're gonna talk about the ending. I don't think Billy was gonna want to, so he wants to, <laughs> so we gotta do it. But uh yeah, let's go uh back in time a little couple of years to 2011's Take Shelter. Yes, uh directed by Jeff Nichols. Uh plot synopsis, uh, plagued by a series of apocalyptic visions, a young husband and father questions whether to shelter his family from a coming storm. Or from himself. Yes. Also starring uh, the lovely Jessica Chastain. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and a very underrated actor, uh, Shia Wingham. Yeah, you, yeah. Dude, that, dude, every movie I see him in, he's, he's always good. He's yeah. always good. He's he's the... the he's Richard Yang's... Uh, Richard... <laughs> fuck it up. Richard Blake's yin to... Shay Williams, Wiggum's Yang. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they are all <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm he write has... that down before I say it next time. <laughs> he was good in. Um, uh, oh, he was he in Mission Impossible? I haven't seen Mission Impossible: yeah. Dead Reckoning either. He's in that. Yeah, he's oh in shit, that, yeah. he's good in it too. He's not in it much, but he's he's really good. Yeah, see, he's one of those guys. He just shows up. He doesn't have a big part, but he's good. You remember yeah. him, right? Like yeah. he was good in Joker. Uh, yeah, he was in Mission yeah. Impossible, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Uh, oh, he had a, he did some voiceover work for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. But this other one, I just wanted to tell you about it really quickly. Um, you knowing you, you've seen it already. He was in Fast Nine. He's probably the best part of that movie. <laughs> Let's see. I, think I saw Fast Nine. I think I stopped at eight. Let's see here. Um, where is oh, it? Oh, Splinter. 
That's what, I, dude. Have you seen Splinter? I have, and I remember really liking Splinter when he dude, came out. Dude, right when he came out, that was my introduction to him, man. Splinter. Yeah, that's a he good was, movie. That was, that's a good mo- one location movie. One location, man. good yeah. effects, yeah. solid performances. There's one more thing, though. Damn it, he was in Kong Skull Island, but there yep. was one. There was one more. I thought there was another movie, Wolf of Wall Street, American Hustle. He's just one of those guys. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, and people uh, know him now. I think he's he's a yeah. really solid character actor. So like the big directors know him, and yeah, you like you'll yeah. continue to see him forever, probably. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Splinter, man, that was great. Oh, I'm I'm try- I, I know what it is. I know which movie I'm looking for because I wanted to recommend it to you. It was a movie he made with John Bernthal, and it was really good, man. We just took a risk on it. We we're like, ah, we don't know. What it-, it was one of those. Let's see if we get pleasantly surprised type movie. Yeah. Here we go. Small engine repair. Check that out, man. Small engine repair. Yeah, man. Okay, small. Yeah. Li- yeah, small little movie. Um, but John Bernthal's in it, and uh, pretty good, dude. Pretty nice. good little suspense thriller, man. Check that out. Yeah, oh, just watch that blind. Yeah, yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I small engine repair, man. That's some good. That's some some heavy stuff in that, dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, awesome. But yeah, yeah, he's good. So yeah. Oh, he was in Band of Brothers. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah he's been around. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good, man. Uh, LF says, Hey, I'm back. Just finished watching Rush Hour 2 on TV. Now, Rush Hour 3 is playing. Rush <laughs> Hour 3 is not as good, honestly. Hey, LF, that's why that's why you're you're awesome, LF. That's right. We <laughs> see eye to eye. Yeah, there's fans for Rush Hour 3. Uh, um, you know, good for you, but I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, I, anyway, I don't really remember it very well, which means I didn't like it probably. When you when you don't laugh. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting there watching it like with Jackie waiting, Chan and I'm Chris Tucker. Laugh. I'm waiting yeah. to laugh. And then Henry Sonata, he's like a legend. I get a dream match. He gets he fights with Jackie Chan in that movie. And um, you know, oh, we're just gonna not show the fight. It's gonna be some bullshit quick yeah. fight. And I'm like, dude, oh my god. Yeah, don't yeah, get me fun. ranting on Rush Hour Three. <laughs> All right, so now. We are back to uh, take shelter. Now, when did you see this movie? I saw it years and years ago, when uh, around the time it first came out. I don't know if I saw it in theaters, but um, probably saw it like right when it came out on DVD, and I loved yeah. it right away. Like it was, it was very much up my alley of like supernatural ish, but also like very rooted in the character and it's all kind of centered on one person and yeah uh, you're questioning it the whole time and you don't know which movie you're watching uh, right right yeah but yeah i loved it right away and um Did, can you can you do the line can you do the scene from the movie michael shannon's scene can oh you do it do you think I'm crazy? That one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. And he leans into that one guy's face. Do you, do you think I'm crazy? <laughs> what was it? What was it? I was like, there's a storm coming. <laughs> and none of you are prepared for it. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I mean, the like, question, get... the whole question of the movie, literally from the beginning to the end, you're like, yeah. is he suffering from symptoms of schizophrenia right. like his mother? Right. Or is he actually having visions and there's a storm coming? <laughs> that moment is like, 
Ooh, yeah, buddy, yeah. you're go, you're tipping the crazy scale. <laughs> that that scene, I was like, can we just give Michael the Oscar? Like, just give it to him now. Retroactively, give it to him this year for that movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's movies where I just small movies that I come across, like Bug, and uh, uh, Bug's one of my all time favorites. Bug, and another one location movie. Yep. Yeah. Bug and um, what was the other one? Uh, Nocturnal Animals. Oh yeah, and we come yeah. across that, and I'm like, Michael Shannon is God. That's my reaction when the movie's <laughs> over, because he's so good. He's so good. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Well, anyway, yeah. So man, right in the beginning, just suspense. That that over. What what's the word I'm looking for? The impending doom. Yeah. Feeling the dread. Uh, the yes. dread feeling. Yes. Just something's happening and. Yeah, he sees this crazy storm and says nothing to anybody about it. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's not good. That's definitely not good. Yeah. And he, you know, he he's introduced as his loving family man, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wasn't as good of a dad or a person as Jay because he didn't give any blood. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> not a drop of blood. No, man. no. I mean, Jesus. Uh, but I know, really like, wanted uh Dominic to show up in this movie and take Michael Shannon away. <laughs> <laughs> I know this was the wrong 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 characters here. Uh but yeah, hard working man, takes care of his family, loves his family, loves his daughter. You know, she's she's deaf. And they're just trying to take care of her. They're trying to work on uh, you know, getting her some surgery and you know, it just seems like an overall pretty good dude. Uh Jessica Chastain's family could go fuck themselves, though. Like, they're yeah. fucking horror. Like, dude, just because that's what you like to do, right? You like to sit around at the table with your family and try to enjoy the meal and hang out yeah. while the family's just talking shit. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Judgy about why you didn't show up at church because you're sick. <laughs> it's like, dude, Come on, man. shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're in my house. Eat your fucking food yeah. or get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, yeah. Somebody else wasn't in church today again. Someone's <laughs> gonna be roasted in the fire of the fires of hell. <laughs> Shut the uh, fuck up, old man. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. That was and that scene is really short, but it is infuriating. Dominique, get Dominique in this movie yeah. to take some people out. <laughs> we need you to clean house, Dominique. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, you know, you can see Jessica's face, though. Uh, do you have her character's name? I accidentally oh, closed mine. Samantha. Uh, she starts to notice things are changing with her husband. Yeah. And for... for <laughs> Jeff uh, Nichols is a fantastic yeah. uh, actor. Mud special. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. Yeah, director. We got you. We got yeah, you. Yeah, I like Midnight Special yeah. a lot, too. Um, But she starts to notice some things that are different about, you know, her... Or her man. For a while, though, Michael Shannon's character was driving me crazy because I'm like, dude, I was like, dude, don't be a fucking dude. Yeah. Stop being a fucking dude, dude. Yeah. Just talk to some, you know, talk to, you know, let your wife know at least yeah. what's happening. Just at least your wife let her yeah. know what's happening, right? Please tell somebody something. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tries to, but it goes horribly wrong. But at, at least tell his wife because yeah. he went to some other people before he told her. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? Anyway. Yeah. He's, he's got that manly pride. 
Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, he can't sleep. He's he's peeing in the bed. He's he's waking up all wet. He didn't know he doesn't know what he's going what's going on. He's seeing these horrific, you know, post-apocalyptic like impending doom nightmare images and and yeah. scenarios like he's driving his daughter somewhere and then all of a sudden fucking here like this scene like oh, he's just driving. so scary yeah. so scary like he, there's like a, a mist fills up the road right and then he uh i forgot what happened like a body appeared in front and he turned he like put took the car off the road yeah and um, then all of a sudden, these shadowy figures show up. They grab him. They take his daughter out of the car. And it was like the worst nightmares ever. You know, the kind of the nightmares you get when you eat a whole bunch of a lot of like really bad fast food and they go right to bed. Yeah. Right after yeah. that. Those kind of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up. Going, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. And they should have had Del Taco. <laughs> I peed the bed. I shouldn't have had Del Taco. Uh <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, and like the way that he wakes up, like his performance of waking up from a nightmare just yeah. makes it so much scarier. They're so simple and like he can't breathe for a second. And just, oh god, cringeworthy, <laughs> dude. Especially when later when he has that seizure. Yeah, it's like, dude, is is Michael really having a seizure right now, dude? <laughs> Cut. Just no, just keep going, man. Energy. Just keep rolling the camera. Roll it. We're not going to get another one of these. We're going to use it. We're not, <laughs> not going to get another one. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I mean, he's, his character is going through some shit. He's like, poor guy. You know, I, yeah. I feel bad for him, you know. You know, and he's just throughout the whole movie, it's just back and forth. He keeps seeing these impending doom type images, like, like end of the world type yeah. images. You know, he looked, he's, he's working out with his buddy and he's like you know seeing these birds kind of flock together in a very odd way and he's like what what the hell's going on he's hearing lightning and thunder but his buddy is not yeah and that's when you're that's like your first red flag like oh no yeah is he losing his mind god damn it you know? and it's so it's so sad because he knows what it means for himself because you know as you realized about halfway through the movie like his mother has been in assisted living because she suffers from serious schizophrenia for and has since the 80s or something yeah so he's just been like waiting for this his whole life so that's what he thinks it is and yeah it's just he can't yeah. he still can't shake that feeling of it's no. real but he knows yeah. like, he has that great line where he says uh i can't explain it it's not just dreams and visions but I know where I come from. Like I know what I come right. from. So like yeah. You understand that conflict in him. Like it's yeah it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> uh, he said it he said that um again, like you were saying it, he can't explain it, but he feels it. Yeah. Like he had the nightmare of his dog biting him and he said he felt the pain in his arm the whole day when he woke up. Yeah. You know, so he had a he had a dream of his wife trying to kill him in the kitchen and then He's at the breakfast table and she grabs his hand and he like flips out. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's, it's, it's kind of fucked up, you know, and you really feel for him. And he, you just, just again, the performance, dude, is like insane. <laughs> like, yeah. and Michael Shannon is God. I'm going to say yeah. for this one <laughs> as well. Like, it's so good. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But more horror, more into the world, <laughs> horrific images he's seeing. 
And so he's like, all right, I got to, he starts preparing. Mm -hmm. uh, he takes out a loan well, for a lot of money and he makes some kind of bad decisions where even, even though I'm on his side, I was like, dude, what are you doing, bro? You guys are not like super rich. Even the guy giving him the loan was like, do you really want to do this? This is a yeah. bad, are you sure? Yeah. You want to take on a loan to get this trailer and, yeah. and do the, you know, like, and he gets the trailer and and then and then he's, he uses his buddy, his construction worker buddy, to take construction equipment off the job and use it to do this all on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're fired. 100%. I was like, the first thing I said, I was like, dude, you're fired, man. Like, what are you doing? And it's such, and the way that they set it up, like the movie is, it's pretty slow. Like watching it this time, kind of knowing where it's going, I was like, oh, mm. this feels much slower than I remember, but probably yeah. just because I knew where it was going. But yeah. to what they set up early is like, you know, his daughter's getting the the cochlear implant. So, and they're so excited about it because his insurance finally kicked in and it's this great insurance through his job. Yeah. And, uh, you don't really think too much about it until that moment. And you're like, Oh God, you're risking your job and this insurance and this surgery for your daughter. You've been waiting on for so long. Uh, yeah. And so you just kind of feel that tension and that again, yeah. that dread just getting heavier and heavier as you're going yeah. through. And then he gets fired mm -hmm. and then he has to tell his wife and then that goes horribly wrong. Yeah. And she ends up slapping his, ends up slapping him and then walking out. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. That scene is, awesome and heartbreaking and everything because she you you see her realize what it means yeah. and walks over just slaps him and yeah. grabs her daughter and runs out like god but that's like, a really realistic but like a yeah. straight up but like a straight up gangster straight up g <laughs> he still stayed with him after that yep i like that scene she has a plan she's like mm -hmm. if you want to stay with us and make this work this is what we need to do yeah, I'm gonna get a job. You're gonna get another job. We're gonna try to milk your insurance. Maybe we can speed up. You know, she just doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah. Look, yeah she was great. Yeah, I think any other woman probably would have been like, "Well, we're I'm out of here." Uh, Bye. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, plus, I mean, he was acting insane too. You know, like yeah, that's not good either. Yeah. Uh, but all of these scenes was was kind of fucked up when he, you know, first out first he reached out to the doctor for some pills. His doctor gave him some pills. He thought he was going to work, but that didn't work. Then his doctor said, well, you got to go to this um, uh, psychiatrist, but he's too far. He's like, well, is there somebody close? So he goes to this counselor. And at first you kind of think like it's helping him a little because mm -hmm. he goes back to her. Yeah. And it's so fucked up because, you know, later after the shit hits the fan uh, with his wife and his job and everything, um, he goes to the psychiatrist. He finally goes. They said, "Fuck it." They end up going to the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist is saying the same shit. I was waiting for the psychiatrist to say, "Hey, I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, but I know a guy. I'm going to give you his number." Like the same shit he's been hearing, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, he kind of he kind of asking the same questions, and then he goes back to the counselor. She's gone, mm. replaced by another counselor. And he asked him the same questions. Start and from after the that, like ugh. after that, it's just like fucking hell, dude. He just, yeah. you see it on his face. He just he's out. He's checking. And then out. he just stands up without a word and walks out. Like, hey, that's I get it. I get yeah. that. The same. Let's start from there. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother has a history of this. Let's start from there. Same shit. Kind of fucked up, you know. I felt yeah. I felt so bad for him, you know. And then. They're trying to be positive and trying to get things back on track. And then 
his wife's like, hey, let's go to the town dinner or luncheon or whatever. I want to feel normal. I want to do something normal. And then that backfires. Yeah, because not yeah, that's right. Because not only did he get fired, but he, his buddy got fired too, I think. He got suspended for two, that's two right. weeks. That's but right. still, two weeks without pay. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. And his wife, they look like they had a great marriage going on. <laughs> what the hell was that all about, dude? I did love their opening, like the opening line to him is, uh, my wife and I are uh, thinking to start. Uh, we're trying to get together a threesome. <laughs> That's the first line of them, and I was like, "Oh, okay, there is a duality here." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought he was joking at first. It was like he was just trying to make Michael laugh, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, serious? Oh, <laughs> yikes!" Not with that look on her face after getting home from the bar. There will yeah, be no, no threesomes. Uh, uh, but was, yeah, that was a really depressing moment too, where you just see her. Standing outside, angry and miserable, she, like she, she looked, looked like she looked like a slasher. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. looked more intimidating than flannel Dominic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! And I he wanna... just walks by her without a word, and she's just like oh, waves to Michael Shannon, like thanks a lot, asshole. Yeah, I've seen some like, <laughs> ba- you know, back home uh, in Maine, small town Maine is where I'm from originally. Yeah. See a lot of marriages like that. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, well, yeah. as it happens, but yeah, make sure you really love who you're with. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yes. Make sure, <laughs> but they gotta treat percent. you right. They gotta treat you right back, though. If they yeah. don't, fuck it, fuck yep. it, man. But yeah, another great performance from Shea. Is it Shea or Shea? Shea, I think. I I thought it was Shea, but I could be wrong. Shea, Shea. Uh, yeah, another great performance. He's all, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, and they get in a little scrap, and then that's when we have the Oscar, the Oscar yeah. moment performance from Michael. And uh, man, again, I love how he just breaks after that. Yeah. And Jessica's face, she was like, "I've never seen him like this before." He just completely tears, just breaks, and then she goes and embraces him, and they leave. Yeah. She that shocked her. She was like, "Cause he seemed very." Strong, yeah. father figure, husband, supportive. I'm gonna take care of it. I'm gonna handle it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the provider. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Very strong. And then that, just seeing him just completely flushed. Yeah, you know, and she you was know, like, like Fuck. it's it's such a it's such a huge scene because the the entire movie you're just watching him restrain, restrain, restrain. Yeah, deal with all this stuff and this craziness going on in his own yeah. mind and like. You feel for him, and he's just holding on for dear life. And then that explosion of a scene—he even tries to stop it right before, and then finally, like, just yeah. explodes anger, and then everything comes out. And I think in that moment he realizes he sounds crazy, and that's yeah. like this is what happened to his mom. And so that's you know, yeah. it's such a big, impactful scene. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Michael Shannon is God. You're right. <laughs> Plus, it didn't help that his buddy was telling the town. Right. Basically that he was insane. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't help things either. But again, more, you know, impending doom scenes here, Mm -hmm. like with the birds coming in and, you know, and, you know, just a lot of crazy stuff. And then in the middle of the night, the town siren goes off and they all get up. They go to the shelter. You know, he puts oxygen masks on them, you know, locks up the shelter. And the next morning happens and, you know, he, she's all, you know, his wife's like, well, it's, it's time to go, you know? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no one's, no one's going anywhere. And I was just like, 
right at that moment, dude, I was like, is the movie really going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the balls. And just if the movie <laughs> does this, dude, <laughs> like I was like, holy shit, that would be crazy ending if he ends up being basically the, the murder of his family, you know, like he ends up yeah. killing both of them by keeping them in there. And then we have this far away shot of the trailer, you know, you just see, you don't hear anything. Yeah. You just see the far away shot of the trailer and then credits. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, you know that, that would be fucking insane if it ended that way. <laughs> yeah, like holy shit. I thought that was happening. I was like, because he was so like, no, the storm is. He's like, the storm is still out there. Don't you hear? Don't you hear the lightning? Don't you hear the storm? Don't you hear the rain? <laughs> hey man, don't be laughing at my Michael Shannon, no, man. I'm trying because it was so spot on. <laughs> try, I'm trying. Uh, and she goes up there. She's like, I don't hear anything, dear. You know, I don't hear anything. She puts her hand on the the, the, the door. She doesn't mm -hmm. feel anything. For a second there, I was like, dude, that would be crazy if it ended that way. But it was interesting because I was expecting her to just, dude, fucking move out of the way so we can bring our daughter out. Yeah. But she decides to have him do it. She's like, if you want to beat this thing, you need to open the door. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And yeah. he, it took him a while, but he finally opened up the door and went out. Yeah. And it's such a great moment, too, because it, it's long. It's, it takes a minute. And, like, he has yeah. to go through a lot to be able to do it. But he knows, she knows, they all know, we know it's going to answer the question, you know, one way or the other. Either he's right and yeah. he's had these visions and the, the there's an apocalypse out there or he is losing his mind and he's mentally ill and he needs help. Yeah. And, you know, you just feel like you, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, now the town siren, that was real, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, there was, yeah, like was a, a tornado that went tornado. By. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, the sense of relief when he gets out there, he's mm -hmm. standing in the sun. That was, his, that was the movie's big moment. You know, he's like, I kind of conquered my fear in a way at that moment in time. You know? Yeah. And, you know, they end up going on their vacation because at this point, why not? <laughs> they probably uh, need it. Yeah. It. The told them, get away from that bunker because it's like yeah. you ruined your whole life. You've put yeah. way too much into it. You've just, you've blown up your entire life for that bunker. You need to separate yourself from it. Yeah. Yeah. And they go on their vacation and then he's, you know, he's sitting on the sand playing with his daughter. And all of a sudden, his daughter gets up and turns and looks out to the ocean and sees something. And then he turns and looks around. <laughs> right? And yeah. then he's holding her, looking at something. And then Jessica Chastain comes out of the house. She sees something. I, I need to go back and rewind it. Did you notice something on the reflection of the glass door she was standing by? I thought I saw something. I don't know if it was a twister or. or oh, probably. I just, I just thought it was like the crazy cloud formation storm. Right, um, right. But I, I didn't really, I didn't study it. No, I'll go, yeah. go back and look at it again. <laughs> uh, but she sees something, and then Michael Shannon turns and looks at her. She turns and looks at him, and they both nod. Mm. And then 
the movie ends. And then either you love this movie or you hate it at this point. <laughs> yeah. I was... could see I could see after the big revelation of him coming out, he conquered his fear, he's in the sunlight, and then the movie ending. I could see it still being considered a masterpiece. Yeah. I could see people still loving it. But now having that scene afterwards making you think more now. Yeah. I can see people going, okay, well, what the fuck is what which is it? Like movie, which is it? I could see <laughs> I could see, I could see people, some people being really frustrated. Yeah. With that ending. Yeah. It it pulls a bit of a switcheroo. Yeah. Without without much uh without much explanation. So now that we're talking now that we spoiled the ending for everybody watching, yeah. Now what do you, what do you think about it? The ending. I I like the ending because I think it not only gives sort of a happy, satisfying ending, but it's uh, it's a relief. But it also, I think, makes it more interesting mm. as a story. And I think it it because it starts asking questions. You know, it's asking questions the whole time about support in a marriage and a relationship, and like struggling with a mental illness like this. But you know what it reminds me of mm. is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. His you know Richard Dreyfuss's obsession that whole movie, and he like is going away from his family essentially he's like leaving his family yeah for this obsession that ends up being a real thing that he gets taken off and so it kind of makes me feel like that a little bit like okay like trust in trusting in himself when he has every reason not to mm. and that's going to save them and that's going okay. to save him and his family right um, but I, I i am aware of that same thing like <laughs> it, it does feel like a Okay, here's your answer. Surprise, motherfucker. Here's your answer. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, which we call it. Um. Yeah. Uh. I still um really like the movie a lot, dude. This was a yeah. great recommendation, man. This cool. was so good. This is like one of the most well acted, suspense building. Just so good. Like just overall, so good. Yeah. And I'm I'm fine with the ending. <laughs> I'm fine with it, but I can understand people going. So you wasted our time, or yeah. I, can see, I can see people getting frustrated. Sure, sure. You know, so yeah, but, and it's it's very dramatic. And you, you know, do you do you like do you like that it's there? Or would you have preferred it not to be there? I do like that it's there. I okay. like that. I feel like it's it's another twist of the knife, so to speak. Like, right. um, because it's a surprise, you know that it's that it's a that it's that kind of ending. Yeah. Um, and I like to be surprised by that by things like that because I right. think you know, like you said, there's a version of it where it ends. It's about mental illness right. and what it feels like, and that's really interesting and fascinating in itself. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Um, Kind yeah. of technically, kind of both things could have been happening at the same time. Sure, yeah, you know. Well, you that's know. why that's why I mentioned earlier. There's a lot of similarities to this and Bone Cold. And <coughs> people that haven't seen Bone Cold, which is probably most people, they like, <laughs> it's, uh, go watch Bone Cold. Yeah, go watch buy, it. buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, like that movie, psychological is also... action horror movies. You got to watch Bone Cold. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. But that one kind of deals with a similar like. Is it real? Is it in its head? In his head, kind right, of thing. Right. And right. it kind of has it both ways. Uh, I won't say any more than that. But, but like, um, 
so yeah, when I was rewatching this one, I went, oh, I wonder if I had a lot more inspiration from this movie than I thought I did because I didn't remember how similar it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 interesting. This movie reminds me of a one of my favorite action martial arts horror films mm. called Rigor Mortis. And I did a whole spoiler deep dive review on here uh, with my with a buddy of mine because uh, we both really enjoy the film. But the ending is similar to this film to where people go, oh, well, fuck you now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you will be enthralled, entertained. These The visuals are amazing. The action sequences are great. The fights are great. The the creativity for the for the special effects and the and the, the abilities that the demons are using when you have the demon hunter fighting back it's so good i recommend rigor mortis if you've never yeah. seen it i think it's on tubi yeah. uh but <laughs> i don't know if i want to spoil it do you want me to spoil it for you i don't know should i watch it <sighs> you can spoil it for me I, it may okay. be better if i know it's coming okay so, uh, spoiler warning for Rigor Mortis, everybody watching right now who has not seen my review. So the movie starts. I'll, I'll do the short version. The yeah. movie starts with a a, a Hong Kong star. Uh, you know, used to be a big star back in the day. Career's kind of fallen. So depression. You know, not having his wife and kids anymore. He's alone. He basically goes to the slum, the slums in this apartment, to basically kill himself. Mm-hmm. He goes there to hang himself. So right before he go, he goes up, he's getting ready to hang himself. And then the chair, he's getting ready to do it. And then all these thoughts go in his head. And then his chair, the chair breaks and he falls down. But it, it comes loose, basically. What you find out in the slums is that the, it's haunted. The building he's in is haunted. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is you have an old... Uh, 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 demon hunter in there he's like retired <laughs> so he's like one of the best characters in the movie he lives, he's one of, one of the tenants so he ends up meeting up with him and then they realize oh shit there's something here it's like it, it's it's basically the uh, china's version of the vampire it's kind of like the hopping cool. dead hopping oh, dead gotcha. so if you see anybody up with the arms all like this and they're hopping yeah because of rigor mortis <laughs> that's their version of a vampire right except awesome. this except in the past those were played for fun yeah, but in this movie, it's serious. Like the the their version of the vampire in this movie, there's nothing fun or funny about it. It's yeah, it's you don't fuck with this version of, of that <laughs> vampire. So it's really exciting, amazing visuals. The uh, him trying to help out, kind of find some value again, and trying to help out this demon hunter face off the vampire. And there's other spirits and shit in the in the building. It's really exciting. It's really great, but. At the very end, he face he faces him one on one. Everybody ends up dying. <laughs> well, you know the te- the people in the building don't die, but like the demon hunter dies, he dies because it was a crazy in finale, dude. Like it's nuts, and he ends up dying. But they end up taking out the bad guy, and he dies in a way, a hero, which is what he used to play when he was an actor, right? Uh huh. After that. They show you what's really happening in real time, and you're in a coroner's uh, room, uh-huh. and the guy's son shows up to sign papers for his dad's dead body. Uh, so he's been dead the whole time. Yes. So before he actually did die hanging himself, 
all that was in his head. It flashed in his head. Uh, I see. Where he 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 dies a hero. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, but I love the movie a lot. But yeah, like I understand sure. people going, "What? <laughs> <laughs> he took us on this whole journey with all these characters, and you emotionally tug tug on our heartstrings when certain characters died throughout this movie." And then, oh, it's all in his head, you know. So, I get it. Yeah, I get the frustration. But to completely dismiss the movie like it's a piece of trash, I disagree with that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's so much in there. He wanted to die a hero in his head before it happened. So it's well, sad. Yeah, but it's interesting. Or you can watch the movie and just cut the movie off before you get to that scene. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'll just pause it. He's <laughs> like, right. stop no, the movie. No. All right. <laughs> he killed the bad. You... <laughs> he killed the bad guy. Stop. I will not let you Jacob's ladder me right now. <laughs> I do love I love Jacob's ladder though. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. You spoiled it for me. Oh, that's not the same. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Really... I'm kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> it's on the list though. I know I'm fired. I've been hearing about Jacob's ladder for years. But yeah, yeah Rigor Mortis is still cool. I mean, awesome. if you're you know into the action horror, martial arts horror, yeah, I'd still say watch it. No, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna see. Yeah. I'm gonna see how it ties to take shelter now. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we pretty much wrapped up uh, both of these movies, we recommend both of them. Yeah, uh, you know, we talked about our nitpicks, but we re- we recommend both of these films for the for the genres that they represent. Is there a connection, Billy, between both? I think there is. Hmm. I think they are both movies in which a character. Uses a bunker to, to say exercise a childhood trauma. Wow! Hey, hey. Yeah. look at that. There's something, something close to that. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was very, very well done. My oh, thank very you. Well, thank you. Very, very well done, my friend. Yeah, right. I had half of that thought before I started talking, but then I, I got there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were going to say the connection between, you know, older Dominic and Shea's wife. Uh, (laughs) Visually being slashers. Yeah. (laughs) Slasher characters. Yeah, there's stuff. There's other stuff like it's both about family men. uh, Yeah. Like the the heroes and family men. There you go. There's some more. ads. Impending doom. Impending Impending doom. doom. Yes. Uh, yeah, and they, I mean, both have a bunker, so that's, I feel like. That's <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh, they're in the cinematic universe. The SCU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this was a blast, bro, uh, brother. Oh, yeah. Always talking movies, hanging out, making each other yeah. laugh. Man, when I came up, when I when I said about the Hulk Hogan losing the bandana thing, you lost oh, it. I did. That was so funny, <laughs> but that's so real. I've seen him without that bandana on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who lost power. Yeah. Lost power. <laughs> <laughs> what did I call it? The Samson syndrome? I forgot what it was. I forgot what I called it earlier, but uh, I yeah. don't know. I love it though. Yeah. It works. That, that <laughs> it rings off the tongue. Works. Yeah. Lost his power. So so future filmmakers out there, you want to make a badass slasher villain? Don't have him wear flannel. Don't no. do it. Especially if you already have him looking jacked and badass. Yeah, you're covering up the goods. What's the point yeah. of getting the jacked guy? You might as well just get a regular dude. Yeah, I have yeah. flannel. I can put it on in my for my closet right now. And I'm not. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> no, I'm not against. You know, we blew it. We both should have worn flannel for this review. Oh, shit, we did. We blew it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to cast a ridiculously good-looking guy as your slasher villain, just don't give him a mask. Because that could be interesting. A really good-looking pretty boy, but he's mm -hmm. a fucking killer. Jason that, Bateman style. Or not Jason Bateman. <laughs> Patrick Bateman style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no flannel. No Foley flannel there. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But this is this is great, man. Got to do another one. Yeah. Are you down that fat, fat flannel guy? That's it. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm changing the, the the channel title. Channel names getting changed. <laughs> well, to do uh, if there's a lumberjack horror movie at some point, <laughs> I'm sure <Yeah>. it exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got to talk some more after we're done here to see what's what's next week. Oh, but for uh, sure. for thanks sure. again, everybody, for watching. Even if you're watching this afterwards, we appreciate it. Share this video. Make sure you follow my boy on his filmmaking journey. Follow him on Instagram. That's right. Go check out Bone Cold. Get that psychological action horror itch scratched. Mm -hmm. Baby, that's right. That's right. And uh, don't wear flannel if you're trying to be a badass. <laughs> you're going to get so many comments on that one. <laughs> Have you seen the brawny man? I know. <laughs> I take that back now. I forgot. I forgot. Lumberjacks are usually kind of fucking huge and shit. Uh, uh, but anyway, don't forget, a little bit later, a couple hours tonight at 11.30, we're doing a late night fat chat. 11.30 Pacific time tonight, me and Lady Fat Blood are catching up on some member berry movies. Oh, yeah. Member berries. Member? I member. Do you member? Uh, we're going to talk about Super Mario Brothers. The Flash and Transformers Rise of the Bias. And I'm sure we'll be making a lot of enemies tonight, but it's fun. Hey, you come here for honesty. You come here for honesty. So we're going to talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about uh, each movie. We'll have two bonus mystery reviews, just two random movies oh. afterwards. And then, uh, yeah, it's always fun hanging out. We're going to drink a little bit of vodka, have some fun. I'll see you guys tonight. All right, Billy, don't go anywhere, but I'll see you badasses on the next one. Take care, guys. Bye. Yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, hey, Billy, you got a channel. I would love to hear filmmaking tips from you. Oh. oh, I don't have one, but I should maybe put one together. There you go. There you go. We're, we're going to start it. Yeah. Or just do it here, man. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right. Take care, guys. Episode see you later. One, no flannel. No flannel. That'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one. Take care, guys. There's a storm!